Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. It is December 6th, and we are literally 19 days away from Christmas. I cannot believe it, and just... A few days after that will be in 2023. I am excited and mind blown like how fast the days seem to be going. And in December, I kind of go down this reflective mode as we're gearing up for the new year. So I've had it on my heart to dedicate this month to speaking on the topics of the holidays and the season and preparing for the new year. So Just letting you know, these next few episodes will be on ending the year and preparing for the new. And today, I really wanted to focus on this notion of the holiday blues and what that feels like, can be like, if you've had any experience with it or are going through it right now. I wanted to extend a little bit more peace and grace for you, friend. You are not alone. There are so many people that struggle with the holidays because of the season and it's a time to be cheerful and joyful. And yes, I do believe that this is a beautiful time of the year. And if you are a Christian and you're practicing celebrating the birth of Christ, it is a wonderful time to remember all that has come to you and to this earth because of our savior and what he has given us. But whether you're a Christian or not, we can still be experiencing life and having some moments of great grief or sadness or just remembering of what could have been or hasn't come yet because the holidays is a reminder of maybe a passing of a loved one or not being in a relationship that you wish you could be in, right? There are so many different things um, that you could be grieving, whether future tense or past tense, right? We can grieve if we haven't been able to have children yet. We can grieve if we haven't had the home yet, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not saying that we should live in those moments or in those feelings for a long time, but that it's okay to express them even if we are in a season of cheer and joy and celebration. And I even had my own questions about the holiday blues and this terminology and where it came from. And I did a little digging as well, as I always do, and and read up on, on the terminology and even compared it to the clinical world and what we have to say about it 
from a psychological perspective. A lot has been written about the seasonal blues or the holiday blues, holiday depressions. And what that means is that around November, December, people feel this sense of sadness, just feel a little more down than usual. Maybe they are struggling with sleep, not sleeping as much, or having an increased sleep, like they just want to oversleep at this time. There's this excessive use of eating and alcohol, sometimes because of the gathering, sometimes because it's just become a coping skill during that time. There's this financial stress factor having to do with um, overextending your budget with the outings, with the friends and the family, and or this expectation of spending a certain amount on gifts and it can be a financial burden to some and or just feel like you're not where you wish you were if you wanted to give an extravagant gift. Um, that's just an example. And it could really also bring up feelings and thoughts of loneliness and isolation if you're not around family or friends or if your family unit or your friend unit is not of the healthiest and it brings up just this sense of toxicity in relationships and not giving you that sense of cheer and joy and peace and laughter. And there can also be this sense of an unrealistic expectation towards the end of the year. Maybe you set out some goals in the beginning of the year and you haven't reached them or it, it's just this reminder of the end of the year and we're coming to a new year and yet something is missing or something is lacking. And so friends, I'm not on this conversation to be a Debbie Downer, but to be realistic about what the holidays can mean and and say to some people and how that experience is very real for for a lot of us. Or now in the clinical world, there's also this diagnosis, so to speak, on seasonal affect disorder. And that means that there's this longer uh, or prolonged um, season of like major depression disorder, right? So it's, but it comes in seasonal patterns for that person. So it could be around the fall, um, starting in the fall all the way through the winter. And maybe their mood just starts to elevate during the spring or the summer. Or maybe it's during the summer that people feel that seasonal affect disorder because of a reminder of something, right? So I just wanted to throw out there the difference between the holiday blues and seasonal affect disorder as we know in the clinical world. Again, not that I want to speak this over any of you, and I hope that you're not there, but if you are, then I do recommend you reach out and ask for extra support and help. Um, like I've mentioned before, if not a therapist, a coach, a mentor, a guide, a, a pastor, a leader in your life who can speak life into you and help you take that next step of navigating the season that you're in. On that topic, or on that note, amiga, I want to talk to you about what it means to be walking in a season. We all experience the different seasons physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You know, physically, we have winter, spring, summer, and fall. And every year, we're going to get all four, all four of them. And regardless of where you live, I understand that not all regions of the world, not even, not even all regions of the United States have the same seasonal look or feel, so to speak, right? In Southern California, where I'm at, 
it's pretty warm all year long. Our winters are not very cold, so to speak. There's a few days, a few weeks that we experience. We, This year in particular, I have not experienced a whole lot of rain. And I definitely do not experience any snow. But we know what traditional seasons do look like for winter, spring, summer, and fall. Makes me think of that song. Ugh, I don't even know who it's by. Maybe I'll reference it in my show notes. But anyways, I'm not going to break out into song, you guys. I will save you from that. But to get back on topic here, we all know the seasons come in the physical realm. We also have to prepare ourselves for the seasons that we're going to experience in our lives. We are all going to have winter, spring, summer, and fall, so to speak, of the emotional, the the physical, the spiritual. Lives are not all about living on the highs, on the high mountaintops, where we've reached and accomplished this amazing dream goal or, so to speak, you know, point of success. Yes, we all strive for these big moments, but those moments do not exist for the entirety of our lives. We have peaks and and lows and highs, right? Highs and valleys. We need to, when there is a high, we need to come back down and, and we're usually working back up towards something new. And I was scrolling through TikTok earlier and I overheard, I, I don't know if they were pastors or youth pastor. I couldn't, I don't even remember. I just, um, in passing heard this and it stuck with me today. And it was, so I'm going to quote this young man, but I don't know who he is. So excuse me, I will not be able to quote him in my show notes either, but he said something along the lines. If you fall in love with God's flowers, but not his roots, what will you do during the winter season? And it just struck me, friends. I'm going to say it again because it was on my heart already that I'm speaking about the holiday blues and, and this season that could be hard for some of us. And when he said this, I was like, ah, oh, that's exactly what I want to talk about with, with you all today, right? If we fall in love with God's flowers, but not his roots, what will you do during winter seasons? During winter seasons, harvests dry up, right? That is part of the natural progression of, of the earth, of the planet. The trees dry up, leaves become golden, right? There's this pruning season, so to speak, and the flowers will come in the spring. And sure, I'm sure we have some winter vegetables for all our gardeners out there and, you know, experts fill me in on that. But the essence of this quote or what he was alluding to here is that if we only fall in love with the fruit, so to speak, or the flowers, the bloom of even just God's words, right? Or in life, if we just fall in love with the fruit of life, the, the, excellence of life, this beautiful, extravagant um, blessings that we can have, what will we do in our winter seasons? Because winter seasons will come where there will just be some lulls, a little bit more of slow time of of harvesting, right? Of working and plowing the harvest so that the harvest can grow. If we only fall in love with the flower and not the root of who God is and who he says he is, we will always feel 
disappointed in the times of winter because we're not in love with the root. The root is what is giving life to the flower. The root is what is nourishing to the bloom, right? And to a biblical sense, the word of God is our root. We have to be rooted in what God has said to be true about who we are, regardless of the circumstances that we're in. Again, friend, I'm not saying that your life circumstances aren't real and that they're not painful. Absolutely. This is something that we all experience and we all have to go through our grieving process and our mourning process and God honors us during that time. And he has many scriptures on this and how to navigate this season. And so today I just wanted to spend a little bit of time in God's word about what he says these seasons look like, his promises about that. And I just wanted to read a little bit uh, in the gospel of Matthew and we'll get there. But one of the scriptures that stood out to me as I was preparing for today's episode is in the Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 11 through 12. And if you are familiar with the Bible or not, in this book, it is a book of poetry, really, about love. And there's so much more that I can be saying about this book, and I'm not going to be doing it justice in today's episode. But the scripture um, is stating in this particular verse, um, Song, Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 11 through 12. For behold, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, the time of singing has come, and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. So, friend, this is a promise that God is giving that winter does pass, the season does pass the rain will be gone right and we see the flowers and every and it then comes the time to sing but it spoke to me as i was preparing for this episode because we can't ignore the season we can't ignore the feelings experiences that we're having this verse is saying quite the opposite the time has come the time will come so to speak and then we can sing and and voice that joy right if we do not mourn the experience we're going through, we're not going to be able to rejoice on the other side. Now, what I wanted to share with you all in regards to the gospel in Matthew chapter 5 is this promise that then Jesus speaks out loud with his own words, right? When Jesus is quoted in the Bible, friend, I am literally like all ears, all eyes. Like I want to hear it all because I want to hear what was coming out of his direct mouth, right? I'm going to read a few verses here in in chapter five so that you get an understanding of what he was even saying at that time and what that could be speaking into your life. And this is um, the introduction of the Sermon on the Mount. And so chapter five begins like this. Now, When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, 
for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are prosecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So friend, I don't know where you land on your path, your faith journey, but if you take some time to dive into the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, to have a little bit more understanding of what Jesus came to do here on earth, I think that you'll be encouraged. I know that you will, because that's what their intention is. Whether we are poor in spirit, mourning, meek, hungry for the righteousness, merciful, pure of heart, and seeking peace here on earth, friend, you're in good company. God is with you, and he is walking with you alongside this season that you may be in. There are will always be times where the events around our lives do not reflect the fullness of what is still to come. But on our human walk here on earth, we have the ability to experience and mourn and grief and loss, and yet still know that there is going to be something better to come. In my faith, in your faith, in our faith together, we know that there's so much more to be given to us outside of the living circumstances we're in. So friends, in today's episode, I titled How to Navigate the Holidays with Peace and Grace if you feel a little blue during the holidays, right? And I hope that this gives you a tool to lean on or to explore if you haven't already. The peace is already within you, and that is a beautiful gift from God, and that's grace-filled life from God. And so I will end with just letting you know that you're not alone. You are seen and you are heard. God knew that there, there would be seasons like this, and that's why there are certain written scriptures on this throughout the Bible. But also, extend yourself some extra grace to yourself as I've spoken upon on many episodes here before and just be mindful of your time and your schedule and the people you're around during this season as I mentioned the leading causes of this seasonal blues here is lack of sleep overeating overindulging with alcohol financial stress isolation and high expectations of yourself and others during this time. I will spend another episode kind of diving in deeper into these areas or topics and some specific practical things. And I will continue to be in this season with you, friend. I am excited for this new year to come. I am a reflector by nature, as you have already heard from my story and my testimony and how I walk my life. But I truly understand what it can feel like when things are not going as planned in your head. When life just seems to be hitting you harder and during this cheerful season where you just wish it was so much better and and there's this particular grief in your heart for, for the more. And so I don't speak of this lightly and I don't say all this just to dismiss what you're going through. 
But I do encourage you to just lean in, even if that means exploring the reasons why you feel the way you do. I'll say it again. You're never alone. And God wants to be right besides you during these times. So, amiga, that's all I got for you today. I hope you have a wonderful start to your December month and looking forward to diving in more as the weeks continue and preparing for the holidays and the new year. Hasta luego. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.